tell me what you're doing here. Let's flip a coin. As I tell you tales, we go out on a date. <laughs> Warning, Otaku contains adult language and discussion. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. <laughs> it's over 9,000! All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Otaku here on Rain Man Digital. Again, as always, you can find us at RainManDigitalMedia.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and uh, Spotify. So, welcome back, everybody. In the studio today with me is, of course, my Filipino brother and fellow Los Ingonabres de Hipon member, David Sabal. Ohio. And joining us again as well is Mike. I may not be in anime anymore, Flores. Hi! Ha ha ha! So... Before we get into some news, I uh, want to catch up with everybody. David, have you been watching anything recently uh, since the last show? I've actually been delving back and actually re-watching a lot of older stuff. Once in a while, I'll start uh, going back into Netflix and seeing, picking up any anime that I can actually see and watch. I actually just watched the Ultraman series. Finally. I started that too. That was... And I really like that one. I mean, just as an Ultraman fan, I thought it was really well done, and I was really happy to see that character brought back. From they didn't. Like, they didn't make it really cheesy or kind of stupid. Yeah, they kind of. I was expecting them to make right. it really cheesy. They did they it. Didn't. They did a really good job with it. So, um, I've checked that out too. And then, Mike, have you uh, have you watched anything new, or uh, or are you uh, are you done with anime? No, no, come on now. I um, I like anime. It's a little bit of a love hate. I do <laughs> find myself being a kind of an old codger i guess because i i sort through the new anime especially a lot more lately because of the show and i push play i give it 20 minutes i'm like wow this isn't really good so then i end up going back into the classic vault and i love them (laughs) maybe i'm old maybe anime passed me by i don't know but i enjoy the older stuff in fact i started watching my old copies of the ninja scroll the series Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and it's fun. It's nothing remotely similar to the movie. Oh, no. Well, they, not they, even close, but it's it's still fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's from that time when back in the 90s where they brought, like, they, companies didn't know what, what they were bringing over. They didn't know. Yeah, it you was know, they just, a free-for-all. They were just like, oh, like, that's big in Japan. Ninja Scroll, perfect. Let's bring it over. <laughs> no, oh, wait, it's got they're... rape and, like, titties <laughs> in it, and we're selling it to kids? Should we do something? Nah, fuck it. It's already out. And, well, one CEO was like, yeah. And then he realizes everyone else is like, oh, no. He's oh, yeah, no. No, that's horrible. That's horrible, guys. No, I'm not. I'm not um, fucking a pile of money. Um, No, that's wrong. That is wrong. Well, in the opening five minutes, this woman's uh, getting her her titties sucked. Like, that's pretty cool. Right, guys? Right? Right? I I did. I did that last night. I mean, it wasn't with my wife, but it was with a hooker. I mean, you know, uh, uh, sir, that's not not something you say at a a board meeting. Eh, Fuck it. Whatever. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, No, I. uh, I've been jumping around to kind of, you know, new stuff, old stuff. Uh, I started watching uh, Magic Knight Ray Earth uh, with my wife. She wanted to see something cool. Uh, and she likes magical girls. And she's like, oh, I'll try something. And so it was like, I clam. like magical girls. And so you might like Magic Knight Ray Earth. It has sword, sword oh, and sorcery, an awesome, yeah. mecha. Um, it's by Clamp, who is an all female. Uh, I'm more of a Sailor group, Moon guy. So. Well, there's, there's the new Sailor Moon Crystal and there's the old classic. So you got that right there. All right. So. Uh, so as said, Star Show, this is a little, this is a new show, some updates. So 
As we did our last new show, we talked about the whole COVID-19 and how that's affected anime, and it's still affecting anime to this yeah, day. still doing it. Uh, a lot of live-action adaptations are being delayed. A lot of series are being delayed. Even games coming to Japan, coming from Japan to the West have been delayed as well. But we're going to try and bring a little bit of happiness into this dark and uh, disease-filled time. <laughs> disease-filled time. Thank you. I mean, there's only so much we can do. I mean, I literally scoured the news sites for for stuff that wasn't delayed by COVID-19. Not filming move back due to COVID-19. Game not shipping until 2021. Series not starting until 2021. I'm like, well, shit. We're going to hit a drought soon then. Yeah. Right? yeah. I no, mean, it's, it's going to be something. Because I know with when it comes to regular TV, there's going to be a drought between this upcoming fall and the first quarter of 2021. So oh, yeah. if it's first like quarter. that for regular TV here in the States, and I can only imagine it's going to, it's going to be it's, very, it's, something very similar for Japan. Yeah. So it's going to be, uh, it's kind of be interesting because a lot of the news sites, they're going back and reviewing old shows. They need um, content. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. Um, so I picked a few things that I found interesting that I think are pretty cool. And that I think are kind of bright spots. So in our last show, we did talk about how anime expo was canceled. Well, now the organizers of Anime Expo Convention revealed on Wednesday that this year's Anime Expo Light event will be a two-day live stream, and it's going to host artist and character designer Yoshitaka Amano. So for those of you who aren't familiar with Yoshitaka Amano, all the art you see for the Final Fantasy games, all the character designs, where it's like that really kind of uh, fine art-looking you know, logos, character drawings, that's all him. And also, if you've seen the classic Vampire Hunter D... Yes. That is him as well. Mm-hmm. So they're going to host him for a Q&A. I love this guy. And then it's a free event. And then it's going to have content from such companies as uh, Bushi Road, Crunchyroll, Pony Canyon, and Viz Media. Uh, the live stream is going to have other guests, panels, industry announcements, live content even. Uh, it's going to have exclu- exclusive content from Japan, some Q&A sessions, and even giveaways. So generally, you know, Anime Expo is a huge event you know from july 2nd to the 5th over the 4th of july weekend obviously it was canceled due to the coronavirus so uh rain oh, his last name ray chang from uh the ceo of the society of promotion of japanese animation announced cancellation on april 17th and stated that badge holders for the event would have the option to either get refunds or roll over to 2021 which is so, which is really nice of them honestly because well, I, I think if you're any uh so he I'm sorry. I just I just talked right over you, Greg. No, that's that's fine, Mike. It's you. You had something to say. What did What did you want to say? You piece of shit. Don't you, <laughs> don't you, don't you, don't you ever don't you ever do that to me? Um, okay, so this guy's the illustrator for the art, right? Of Vampire Hunter D. Yes. Okay, right. I didn't realize this is the dude that did the early fantasy art for Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy. Oh yeah, that's yeah. His. and that fucking makes sense when you look at the art for Vampire Hunter D. I was just thinking that today. Because we were rewatching Vampire Hunter D for another show, and I'm like, I was I was doing my research and I was looking at all the old books. I actually bought a couple digitally to reread them. I was like, the art is fucking on point. Yeah, and I said to myself, it looks just like the old Final Fantasy cover art for the video games. Now it makes sense. Yeah, and the amazing thing is not not a lot of. I noticed <laughs> that like hardcore anime fans they know that name. Yeah, but like. Newer anime fans or basically people who just dip their toes into anime have no idea of the contribution well, he's done. But to it's the, one of those where, anime. I mean, if you look at, you know, the recent Final Fantasy games, it's not like when 
we were growing up, there is a Final Fantasy almost every other year. Yeah. And so we were, you know, we always had it. We always saw that. We always saw his art. That was always kind of a thing. Whereas now, it's not... It's not so prevalent because there's not, not, so there's not a Final Fantasy coming out every year. And you had just had the re-release of, you know, the, of the Final Fantasy VII remake. But you can see his, his, his influences, influences everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are just, they gravitate to his style now. And in a lot of ways, it, he set the tone for Final Fantasy art. No, he did. And that was the thing. That was kind of the cool thing with, you know, growing up and playing those games and seeing that and seeing that art because then it you'd play the game and you would see it and it was kind of like, Oh, this is really cool how they, you know, they interpreted his art into the character. And so he's going to be the kind of the main guest of honor. And so he's going to be hosting uh, the world premiere of his uh, anime uh, series called uh, Gibiate. I butchered that. <laughs> I think um, you did. I did. Um, and to give a quick uh, rundown of the show, the year is 2030 in, uh, in Japan. A virus outbreak has covered the earth. Hmm. Uh, once infected, patients become monsters and change their form depending on age, sex, and nationality. The virus is called Gibir. An Edo-era time-traveling samurai and shinobi appear in the post-apocalyptic ruins, helping a doctor who has dedicated his career for researching the cure for Gibir. <laughs> Hordes of Gibir come after them along with outlaws searching for food. Everywhere they turn, danger is upon them. It looks dope. This is going to be, yeah, I am the, so fucking so, for some this. Some of the art I have too. seen for this yeah. series is like, but wow. What I, what I, I liked the trailer earlier today, it's fucking amazing. It's, oh, it's, yeah. It is so fucking good, dude. It's going to be awesome. And what, and I just like, when I first, when I first read about it, and I go, okay, virus outbreak, okay, and infected patients are called this, that, and then it comes in a needle area, time traveling samurai, and shinobi up here, and I'm like, <laughs> all right, perfect, I'm perfect. in. This is, this has that as my wife would put it, the weird anime thing. And that's so, the thing. Is that, is, is that's the thing is that who better to help us than somebody from another era? Another era. Yeah. And so it's, it's really cool because seeing all the character designs, it made me really, really miss like all the old vampire hunter D stuff. I mean, down mm-hmm. to even down to even the, the newer movie than the, than, than the, original well, the newer movie, movie kind of took the art and then just, and, I, I don't want to say I kind of polished it. Yeah, made it. Yeah. You know, made it like, I don't want to say refined because his style is already refined. It's just fun. modernized it a bit, but it just it updated. It, yeah, yeah, and it, it looked great. Um, and, and the funny part is the when I saw the character designs for this new series, I'm like, going, man, he has a thing to making his hero look like an utter badass. Oh yeah, I mean, he does it with D, but this new character, I don't know what the character's name is, but if you go onto the website for it, he's just right there. Front, uh, front and right, center. Front and center. He looks like a badass. Like he looks like a t- the type of character that, honestly, a lot of newer fans could get behind. Yeah. And you know, maybe like D, where it's like ten years later, we as anime fans. We well, he that so he. It struck me as he kind of has a mix of, mixture of D, uh, and also has a mixture of if you ever watched the, um, oh man, now a Basilisk series. Yes, it looks like the main uh, hero for the in Basilisk, the main uh, male figure. Yes. So, but along with him, uh, the screening is planned to host Amano, the scriptwriter Ryo Aoki, and the Oshida brothers. Uh, so. And then Amano and Ioki are set to participate in a panel and autograph sessions, which I don't know how they're going to do the autograph sessions, so that'll be kind of interesting. Um, that, yeah. I yeah. think they're auctioning. 
Oh, the other, probably a, auction a few them other places are doing that too. Well, they'll do them there live on camera and then they send them out. Yeah, that's okay. That that makes sense. Infested with Corona. Yeah. Well, here you guys go. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, and then the Yoshida brothers, uh, they're planning to perform as part of the Gibate world premiere and then also hold a mini concert. So it kind of seems that this, this whole light event is kind of planned around this uh, premiere, which I think is kind of cool. It is. Uh, but what I, is this? What's the date on these things? Let me see. They didn't have a date on it because I am super soaked, stoked and soaked because I wet <laughs> myself over the news. <laughs> I love the trailer, Greg, because it's reminiscent of an older style. It's that classic look that he went with in his in his earlier days in his career. And it's something that I don't really see. I don't see that style of anime very often it's that kind of that old school style is gone and so the event runs from uh begins on july 3rd and ends and goes through until uh the end of july 4th and so when, it'll be when, that weekend and when does his, his new movie drop uh so the premiere is on is at expo and then i haven't seen anything as far as when the entire series will start okay it's a series yeah that's right um i'm really excited for this so that's going to be awesome. The fact they're even doing that for anime fans is, is awesome. Um, that's a, kind of a little light at the end of the tunnel for anime fans that, you know, everybody's planning to go to Anime Expo. I remember seeing posts and posts on Instagram and, and Facebook and everything of people that, you know, go and they're, they're oh, I was working on this cosplay and I can't go now. Or artists are like, I had all this art I was going to, you know, bring in all these prints I was working on. So I'll still sell them online. But, you know, I was really hoping to debut them at Anime Expo. Anime so, Expo. So... That's kind of something cool to look forward to. So at least kind of one convention is happening, uh, even though there's, you know, there's some that are trying to happen later in the, in the year, in but the year. you know, it's kind of one of those things. Nobody's going to know if they're going to work or not. And if the local government's going to let them happen. So this is something that at least we can look forward to and have something really cool to look forward to like this. Yeah. And then going on to another premiere or another, uh, trailer for a new series is the trailer for the god of high school which is a webtoon that you can find in the actual the app webtoons An, another streaming service so webtoons is it's basically uh self-made comic books oh okay so uh crunchyroll uh, began streaming a character trailer for the television anime of young Yi parks the god of high school a uh, manhwa which is uh chinese comic uh the video highlights three main characters jin han and yo so this is actually the second uh, series from Webtoons that Crunchyroll has taken and made into that has made it into an anime. Into an anime. The first one was the was the new series called Tower of God. So I've that heard was, about that one. I, I, haven't I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I have a friend who was like, "Dude, you got to read it. You got to watch it. It's awesome." Yeah. So uh, this is just kind of the character trailer. So it introduces the characters. Uh, the anime will actually premiere in Japan in July, and then it's going to debut exclusively on Crunchyroll the same month so another exclusive from country roll like i said they did tower of god and it's kind of it looks cool um i really enjoyed I, this is actually one series that i did read over mm-hmm. webtoons and this and another series called lore olympus is actually i think lore olympus is in the process of becoming an animated series or they're looking for a company to make it but it's kind of cool to see these these comics that are I don't say they're little because they're not. Well, they're, but... they're independent. They're they're if you look at if you look at all these comics that are on there, yes, they have it's, like big it's, names. It kind of and cool, some like... have big studios behind them, but in all honesty, the production of them is 
very similar to like independent comics yeah. out here in the states. Well, it's kind of it's it's almost like when Image Comics came on the scene. Yeah, it was that thing where you know they were the they're the new kid on the block. They would do something really cool, but now that there's these platforms that they can they can be on that they can put their work out on and get reach a wider array of audiences that they're getting seen more. And then now this is happening where you have these series that are hugely popular on there that are now getting made into animes in shows and yeah. actual full shows. So I think it's really cool. Uh, this looks really awesome. I think Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll to me is, is still, still on top of, of anime streaming. It's, I mean, it, it seems to be because like with anybody who watches anime that I know, they always say that Crunchyroll is the place to get Well, and everybody in Crunchyroll is subtitled. It's always subtitled. I know they have some on there, some older ones that they do have in dub, but yeah. for the most part, it's subtitled. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yes, there's Funimation, there's High Dive, there's VRV, which teams up with a few different ones. There's, you know, even on Netflix, they have their own anime. Uh, Amazon yeah. has, you know, is starting to put more anime on there, but Crunchyroll was like the, was the first. Oh, yeah. And a, lot of, the, and a lot of companies try and take, you know, if, if, if the license ends with Crunchyroll for a series, they try and grab it. Because mm-hmm. I've seen series that are on Crunchyroll that are then all of a sudden on Amazon or, Amazon you know, or Netflix or, 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 or Funimation. Or, you know, even back, back on. Well, they have a deal with Funimation. So, yeah, I, so, never, so, I, never, I always wondered about that. So they have a deal with Funimation, I believe, where they, I don't, they share content, I believe, or they kind of have some of the same stuff. Oh, but, I see. I remember reading somewhere where they, they have a deal and a lot of people were kind of upset about that. Cause a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't like Funimation a lot, but also too, they're, it sounds so stupid. Like it's, it's like a demolition man. They survived the anime wars, <laughs> which is, it's funny, but it's true it's because true. if you look back in the nineties, all the, all the companies in America that were releasing anime. Oh yeah. Like us manga. They're not. A manga, anime. Well, manga now I think is a part of Amazon. I think. I I, or they, or they, oh, they have a bunch of their stuff because I remember, or it's some, yeah, some streaming service has them and they're like manga. It's like manga, a blum, blum, blum company. And I'm like, <laughs> so wait, are they around again? Or is this just them taking the logo and be like, we own them now. Like they're our bitch. <laughs> say it, say it manga. I'm your bitch. That's right. Now play the show. <laughs> so we've got that coming in July. So we have one new show coming out in July, which looks really cool. I mean, if you haven't read a uh, download webtoons, I know for a lot of people, hopefully i I believe a lot of our listeners most probably have webtoons already and read a lot of the same shit that I've been reading. If you don't, definitely download it. Check out Tower of God and The God of High School. Also, Lore Olympus, I can't, I can't pimp that sh- that fucking comic enough. So, and honestly, the the, the premise behind uh, God of High School sounds so interesting because yeah, it it sounds like it harkens back to like the old school animes, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think it's Fushigi Yugi. Fushigi Yugi. You like how, kinda, like how you kind of like Fushigi Yugi? Yeah. yeah. It kind of harkens back to that. Yeah. Especially Greg's with, read like, that. Or Greg's with, watched that too. With a lot of the characters partaking in like some kind of spirit like tournament. Oh, yeah. <laughs> high school. Well, that's, I mean, I feel that's a lot of the anime that came out in, in the 90s was there was always some tournament that the characters were going into. Yeah. There's always some, you have like Flame of Rekka. Delves into a tournament. Delves into a tournament. Ranma one half. There's some tournament that they're going to. There's some and, and grandiose fight that they're going to. And of do. course, the mother of them all. The one I honestly feel started the whole thing. Oh, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. Yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, it started with Soul Games. <laughs> You're forgetting the World Tournament. Or even, oh yeah, the World Tournament too. It's from Dragon Ball. That. Yeah. You pack of shit. How <laughs> dare you? You son of a bitch. Call you, whoa, hey, we don't talk about mom like that. How dare you call yourself an anime fan? Hey, I'm How? a returning anime fan. I might have anime Alzheimer's. A returning anime fan. <laughs> I like how you make this sound like you were an addict. You're like, yeah. I was clean for two years. I fell off the wagon <laughs> and I'm watching again. Wagon. And then I met my friend Greg and he showed me anime again. And now I'm using 70 times a week. <laughs> Mostly the tentacle ones. <laughs> He's my pusher. Thanks, David. Now, now you make me feel like a dealer. But well, also, after, now, but now, now, so, but after the show, do you want? I got that stuff for you. That those oh, yeah, two yeah, shows. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Definitely. All right, cool, cool. Hopefully, you got you the kind of are because even the first news topic, it was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you did you hear about this? Greg, if you said, hey, you know what? Give me a hundred dollars, and I'll let you watch this now. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> okay. Give, give, give me some of that. Give me some of that. <laughs> give me some of that. Give it a hot shot. I need it. Hot shot. I'll suck your dick, please. Please. I'll suck your dick. For some I will anime. suck your Viking dick for some anime, please. I'll suck dick for coke. You ever suck dick for anime? That's kind of a loaded question there. <laughs> but I'm dumb. All right. Jeez. Oh, sexual favors for anime. Yet. Oh, hey, anime. it's happened. I, I'm sh- oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> What? This, what? <laughs> this is called satire. We're joking, you know. We're joking, and then David brings in verbally, and then he brings in like realism. Yeah, I, I, I had people suck my dick in high school. You remember I talked about Rama one half and that I'm shower not scene? Say oh my god! Yeah, I brought, I brought that down. I brought that down. Yeah, you guys understand that. <laughs> I got that good shit. My name Dave. It's the ball. I brought that good shit back from. I brought that good shit now. I brought that good shit now. Jesus, David. Let me have some of that anime and I'll suck your dick. Why does it make it sound so soulful now? Give me some of that anime and I'll suck your dick. All right, we've we veered off the path of, I would say intelligence, but that left us a long time ago, I think. Um, sanity. There we go. Sanity. Sanity. So next, next topic the final season of Attack on Titan has released its first trailer and visual <laughs> image. MAPPA and the studio MAPPA takes over anime production. So to us after seeing like what's like waiting 2000 years since the last season of Attack on Titan, which it has been a bit. It seems like the it, first yeah. trailer of the final season of Attack on Titan was finally released alongside a new visual confirming the new staff and anime studio for the franchise moving from Wit Studio to Studio MAPPA. And for anybody who's unsure of who Studio Mappa is, they've done the series Hajime no Ippo Rising. They've done uh, Ushio and Tora, Garo Crimson Moon, Yuri on Ice. So a lot of is that like Disney on Ice? That's pretty similar. Y- Yuri on Ice. Yeah. Uh, n- no, but it, it is about <laughs> it is about ice skating, Mike. It is about ice skating. Okay. Um, you should watch it. It's called Deductive Reasoning by an Idiot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good job. And they're also doing the God of High School. So they're taking over and the visual they released looks fucking awesome, which makes me excited for the last the final season, but also kind of uh I don't want to say afraid, but cautious because well, it's because it's been so long. Yeah. Optimistic optimate Jesus. Optimistic. Optimism? Thank you. 
Never, yeah, I, never drink wine before an autopsy. <laughs> kids. I had a I had a glass of wine and by a glass of wine, the glass held an entire bottle of wine. Let me tell you. Give it some of daddy's my, cough medicine. <laughs> I need to remember that Michael Flores can't do a red blend anymore. Never mix anime and wine together. Unless it's then a you get beast stars. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Damn it, David. I'm gonna start rethinking having you on the show. Dude, I like Beast Stars. I don't know what's wrong. With no, you. I like it too. But just whenever, sometimes whenever you inject shit, just you you add a layer of I because there's a perverse to it. There's a perversion to it. You know what he's talking about. He's talking yeah. about that rabbit, the bunny rabbit. That's yeah, what he's but, the, about. but it's the way he says it though that adds an extra layer layer of perversion to it. Greg, that comes with years and years of watching. All sorts oh wait, of years and years of anime. I thought you, uh, I thought you stopped for a bit, and you're returning anime I'm fan. Returning. You return. Oh, so you, See, you did take a break. You're a fucking liar. You're an had. addict. You're an addict. <laughs> God, David, you just you try and, and fucking hide it, but you just need to accept it. The first step in realizing you have a problem is going to my anime closet. Exactly, and realizing you have a problem, and then it's going. Eh, all right, what are we watching tonight? And making sure the seat is clean. What? What? What does that mean, David? <laughs> no, no, I don't want to know what that means. I don't I, think I, I, I heard, like David on the show. I've heard enough of David's background back back in the old back in the old days of the days we the no dark longer ages. Speak, yeah, that we no longer speak of. <laughs> um, I've known David for fifteen years, and yet for every time he's on this show, I learn something new about him. Well, because only on this show, anime, anime to me. Is a very interesting point in my life. I like <laughs> I like how he pauses to try and make this sound an interesting point in my life. Like if they made the movie based on David's life, David's like the bad boy of anime. He's all yeah, bitch. I wear a leather jacket and I slang it, <laughs> but I don't wear it because leather jackets fucking suck. When I slang it, I have ten tentacles. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, when I when I walk into a room, they call me tentacle rape. I mean, <laughs> tentacle rape. Wait a minute, let's take that back, guys. That that's not David Sabal. Um, they call me uh, nah, shit. <laughs> oh God, David, you just oh God. Just, is there a way to like to just like watch this, like wash this, like wash this, wash it part out. out of like just my mind so we can move like move on and just gonna. Oh, we're just going to move on. I'm going <laughs> to let's try. At least. Yeah, let's try. At least. So uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to HBO Max launched this week. And for those of you that don't know, HBO Max is the new HBO streaming service. Yes, there is another streaming service. Now, we're not going to talk about HBO Max as the entire service because yeah. that's not what we really give a shit about. What we give a shit about is that it has anime on it. Not only does it have anime on it, it has the golden studio Ghibli collection. Yes. Now to my recollection, this is the first time that the entire collection has been on any streaming service and also in the U S yes, it is. I believe that's Netflix the, it, has it around the world. That's why a lot of people are making noise about this because like normally studio Ghibli is onto themselves and they rarely, rarely, try to put all their works together and actually give it to one service. This is, this was a big thing to me. The one, uh, when I first heard about it, I think just two weeks ago. And I was like going, wait a minute. So HBO 
own Studio Ghibli then? Or do they actually, they're licensing Studio Ghibli? Right. So right now, it doesn't say whether they've licensed it or they own it. But I'm going to go with maybe that they're licensing it. But it's, they have 21 of the 22 films uh, streaming on their debut. What's the one movie that they don't have? The hyper-depressing Grave of the Fireflies. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So going over this. You can live without that one. Yeah, that's, um, my, I, my wife had never seen the Studio Ghibli movies. She wanted to start watching them. And she goes, are any of these really depressing? And I go, oh. I go well, I go, there are there's some sad one. parts. I go, but there's one. I go, if I really wanted to make you depressed and just really fucking kick you in the feels, like just beat the shit out of your feelings, it would be Grave of the Firefly. She goes, what is that about? And I go, well, it takes, well, it basically takes place with World War II it, and, and it, it deals with the bomb dropping in Japan. Yeah, it's One the, the you know, survivors. You know, it's, and it's their survival. It's, it's the aftermath. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great film. Gr- very well done. Yeah. Horribly depressing. Horribly depressing. I it's, mean, there's, there's, there's no point there. You're like, man, this is like, this is a happy spot. Fuck no. Mm-mm. There's there's like points like, man, okay, this is kind of upbeat <laughs> shit. Well, it's it's the one anime that I know of that in history that I can think of where it was made to be depressing. Oh, no. It, it, so this is, so Grave of the Fireflies is one of the Ghibli films, and it's one of the films in general that I feel a lot of films try and make films that are, that gets you right in the feelings that are emotional, uh, that are emotional, that really tug on your heartstrings and, and, and every emotion you can think of. A lot of them come close and do good jobs. Yeah. I, I will give them that grave of the fireflies literally will fucking take you and grab you by the back of your skull and go, you want to feel the fucking feelings and then shoves you into everything. Goes, These are your fucking feelings. How do you like them? You don't fucking like them. Take some more. That's my only that, that and I don't mean this as a negative, but it is one of my criticisms towards Grave of the Fireflies. When anime fans ask, like, hey, what what anime of Studio Ghibli should I watch? Should I stay away from? I always tell them, stay away from Grave of the Fireflies until you have to mentally prepare yourself. You have to, you have to yeah. I go, I'm like, watch every other one and enjoy them. And then watch this one. And then watch this one because right from the get-go, you are going to be driven to depression and not like 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 you said like crying or stuff like that honest to god depression yeah <laughs> and even to this day i've only watched grave of the fireflies twice once the first time and i was a mess the first time and i thought ah eh, give it a couple give it a couple years i'll wait a little bit and i'll yeah. try it again and try it again yeah that's fucking it stupid that was and it. that's also an addiction yeah yeah, that's you know, it's yeah. We, we I don't like, feel very good. Uh, give me some more. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's you got it right there, Mike. You got it right there. So that is true. Oh my god. Know. So only going with that, the films that are on HBO are Nazca Valley of the Wind, which is a great film. Yeah, Castle in the Sky, amazing film. I have one of the robots tattooed on me. Yeah. So we watched My Neighbor Totoro. She loved it. Uh, Kiki's Delivery Service, uh, which has the late great Phil Hartman. Yes. Uh, only yesterday, Porco Rosso. Which is probably the funniest one. Oh, yeah. Porco Rosso is actually highly underrated, I think. Yeah. Uh, then you have, you know, uh, My Neighbor the Amada, Spirited Away, The Cat Returns, Howl's Moving Castle, uh, Tales from Earthsea, which is actually directed by Miyazaki's son. Yeah, that's true. That was the film after Miyazaki said, I'm retiring, and his son made it. And I remember reading about it that Yao Miyazaki went and watched it. I think he sent it for 
maybe 20 like he didn't sit through i don't i can't remember if he sat through the whole thing or not but then he went out and somebody was interviewing him after he went out he goes they, they, he lit up a cigarette smoked it and said he did a good job <laughs> but and and that's those are just a few of the films that are on in the whole yeah. list i mean there, it's a 21 li- a 21 list you know collection in it's a in it's HBO honestly max. a massive collection so hbo max has acquired exclusive streaming rights to all of studio ghibli's catalog in just the united states netflix handles everything else oh, right so netflix has it uh internationally and that was the thing when that happened everybody goes is it oh it's gonna come to the u.s it's gonna come to the u.s they're gonna get in the yeah. u.s and there's a big hype around it and then all of a sudden hbo max goes oh yeah nah sorry <laughs> um and it's just like oh okay well oh all right i guess i you know I'm going to get HBO Max. Yeah, and then there's another streaming service onto the bill. <laughs> yeah, there's... Well, now I have this. It's kind of worth it, man. Which oh, no. It, it is. It is. For, for Ghibli alone is worth it. Yeah. For that alone is absolutely worth it to me. I think Ghibli in of itself uh, makes that whole seri- that whole service worth it. I mean, you know, all the other stuff they have with it, awesome. Uh, it's great. I'm stoked for it. Uh but this is, you know, awesome because now I can show them all to my wife who's been wanting to watch them and then I can watch them again. Yeah. Because there's some that, you know, like Tales from Earthsea, you know, I know that's one she, it's, that's super heavily story driven. Yes, it is. Might have to wait for watch that with her because it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a, I don't want to say it's a slow burn, but it's a long film. It's a slog because yeah. like there, there's so much going on that you can't, it's not one of those animes that you can just basically pop turn on, on and watch and, then and walk away. Yeah. You have, have to pay attention. You got to pay attention to it. Right. So to, to kind of end the show, there's an article that I posted on our social media a uh, day or two, a couple days ago. And it was from comic book resource, uh, CBR.com. And it was there from Evangelion to Gurren Lagann, five absolutely must watch Mecha anime. Now I'm a huge Mecha fan. I'm here. David can attest to this. Uh, every yeah, time I you've can. gone back over, I've said, hey, give me anything for Get a Robo. Give me anything for, you know, Dan Ace. Uh, you know, any any mecha anime. Uh, and then it's always, if it's Gundam Wing, it has to be Gundam Death, Death Scythe. That's Death it. Scythe. That's the only one I want. The rest of them can get fucked. <laughs> um, so with this list, I kind of wanted to run through this a little quick and kind of get your guys' opinions. Because uh, there are some of these that I, I disagreed with. But it's coming from that I think there are better shows. So first on the list was Mobile Suit Gundam 00, which is one of the newer ones. Yeah. Yes. Now, while I like the Gundam series, I think they're, it's, it's, it's a mainstay. It's a staple in the Mecha community is, is Gundam. Whether you watch the classic you know, Mobile Suit Gundam or whether you watch Gundam Wing or uh, you know, Mobile G Fighter Gundam or even yeah. the newer ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gundam Build Fires or Iron Blood Orphans. Uh, I would have gone with maybe another Gundam series. Yeah, same here. I mean, I love that. I love that Gundam series. Don't get me wrong; all the Gundam series I really do love. But if there's one Gundam series that I would personally pitch is Gundam G. I mean, the mobile uh, mobile fighter G. Gundam. Mobile fighter G. Yeah. See, I would. I would. If if I did swap out another Gundam series, I would go with that one because I like the gun. I like the mechs in that one better, just because I liked that they represented the character and like their country and and their faction. And I thought it was really cool how they separate everyone. But if I could swap a different mech enemy out for this, I would swap out, swap it out with the first Gunbuster series. So Gunbuster mm-hmm. was an anime that came out and originally it was a parody 
It was yes. meant to be a parody. Was, was it mecha- really? Yeah, yeah. So originally, because if you watch the beginning, it pokes fun at that whole thing with mecha anime where they scream out their move and there's all like the lightning and, you know, like the flashing and all like the, you know, pizzazz when they do a move. Like if you look at, um, you know, Mezinger Z or Mezinger, you know, it's always, you know, chest beam and, and axe or, you know, you know fire breath or, or whatever, you know, or whatever. And they scream out their name of their move. Gunbuster started off as a parody. Yeah. But because it gained such popularity that the reason why I think it should be on the list is because it's so well written that midway through the, through the show, and it's a short, it's a short season, they switch to be a little bit more serious. And in the end, it's, it's a really good show because it deals with the main character has been out in space by yeah. these aliens and comes back to earth and friends and family are dead. Their children are grown up and she's like, well, I'm, I'm home, but it's not really, it's not, home it's not anymore. home anymore. Space is home. And it was really awesome. Does I, it hold up? It does. Does it? Because I watched it years ago when I was first getting into anime in the 90s. Um, and I just now found out. I mean, I must suck as an anime fan. I just found out right now that it's actually the directorial debut of the gentleman that created Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. I did not know yeah, it was w- the same person. Yeah. And it makes it? sense, though, now. Yeah. And see, the thing is, if you if you go to watch it, you have to find the complete series. Because they've re-released it a few times, but they've cut it down into a movie. But you have to watch it as the episodic series. I hate when they do that. I'm not a fan. How many episodes, roughly, are there? Because it ran for two years, right? I'm going to say it's got to be 12. or I I think it's 12. 12 or 14. Yeah. So if you can find, and they released the whole series on DVD during its anniversary years ago. I was super happy to, to find a copy. Um, I think I almost got into a fight for it too, but <laughs> okay. It says um, here six episodes. Does that make sense? I remember it being much longer than that. I, I remember. I remember it being longer. longer. It, it says episode maybe that one was... came out in October uh, of 1988, followed by the second episode, 1988. Then it, there was a delay until December of 1988. And then the final two episodes came out 1989 in July. Well, see the, the 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 way I think me and me and you remember it, yeah. the initial release because I, I do think remember they cut, this. I think they cut it up. They cut it up, yeah, because they were in thirty minute thirty minute episodes. Because I remember that I remember it being longer. The series was originally released in Japan over three volumes on VHS video cassette. What's that? With two <laughs> episodes per volume, it was then released on three laser disc. Wow. Yes. Uh, eventually, it was released on DVD in 2001. I'm going to have to go back and check my set and see if they... But yeah, because I could have sworn that it was It was 12. longer. Yeah. Either, no, either, yeah, same here. Either way, this is definitely a series to check out. I would put this in place of, of Mobile Suit Gundam Zero. That's, Zero. A tough, that's a tough sell, though. I would agree, though, with you, Greg. So that's my, that's my pick um, to, to replace that. Well, I, I think Gundam is, is a good pick in yeah. general. I think Zero Zero could have been either gunbuster or a different uh, i, I uh, see your point i see your point there just gundam for me is kind of like everyone's go-to right I, I, yeah but I, think, I was about to say that i think if there's if there's must watch i think watching ones that aren't 
I don't say mainstream, but that aren't, aren't mainstream. Yeah, yeah. Because Gundam is. If you mention Gundam, somebody's like, "Oh, wasn't that that show that was on Cartoon Network like back in the '90s?" Yes. And people kind of remember that. This is one where it's like, "Hey, if you like Mecha, you should watch this. Like, this is a definite must-watch. Like, if you're a fan of Mecha, you've watched Gundam." Then at that point, yes, I do agree with you that basically, yeah, you can remove the Gundam series in that regard because. because they're going to get to it anyhow. Right. I look at this as like, you've watched Mecca, and this is what you should watch if you like Mecca. Yeah, yeah. I, I could replace so many other titles <laughs> over Gundam. I think Gundam's overrated. It's not bad. I don't dislike I it. Think, I think I, Gundam Wing is what I think made this, it made it get kind of a little overrated because everybody was like, oh, fucking Gundam Wing, like so fucking cool. Yeah. And then if you're like, well, I didn't really like Gundam Wing, you're a fucking bitch. I think only the douche anime fans like Gundam. The emo mean? ones that had the hair across their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, there we go. And then the next on the list, which I think is is a classic, and, and everybody can fight me on this, but you can get fucked because there's no way you're going to win. Wow. Is Super Dimension Fortress Macross. Oh, yeah. That has to be there. this is <laughs> this is a mainstay. Is this, this part is of Macross? Yeah, no, this yeah. is the this is the original series. So is it? There's Macross, and then there was um, Robotech. Robotech, and then Macross and then Plus, and then, and then Macross Plus came later. Yeah, and Robotech and Macross were the same same fucking thing. I, I know. <laughs> um, and I remember talking about rape. Oh, and just change the titles and things. Right, Dude, they exactly. did that a lot with. This. Well, and what's funny is is Harmony Gold has the rights to Robotech and I believe Macross as well, and we yeah. were going to have them at. Uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion one year, they were talking about coming, and I forgot to take the rep from Harmony Gold off of the email when I was responding to my boss. And I go, There's so much stuff I can make for this. I'm so fucking excited. And then he comes back and he goes, Greg, you do know that the rep from Harmony Gold was on that email. And I'm like, Oh no. And I wrote them, I, I had, I wrote them this like super professional email that was just like this long apology like I am so sorry for using that type of language. I am, just, I'm a huge fan of, of the series. And I, I'm sorry, my excitement got the best of me. I, I didn't meet, you know, and the rep came back. He's like, no, he's like, that's awesome. They were glad, like, that you're excited that you're a fan of the show. And I'm like, oh, thank God. And, but he was like, <laughs> but, he go, but he was like, thank you for apologizing, though. He's like, that's that he goes, that's very professional. And like, that shows, you know, your commitment to your, your show. And I go, oh, good. And Ooh. then in another email, he's all, fuck this guy, Greg. <laughs> exactly. Avoid Greg, him at all costs. Yeah. And then Greg had to change his pants after that. <laughs> yeah, one. exactly. I, uh, at first the I big came. Big old Viking shit, right? I, I, well, first first, first I, I came and then I shit my pants. <laughs> um, so it was, it was joy and sadness all in one go. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But Macross was one of those was one of the first ones I ever watched. Oh, absolutely! And I then when I then when I saw, and, but then what's yeah. funny is then you see Robotech, you're like, wait a minute, isn't this the same show? Like, Has it always been named Super Dimension Fortress Macross? That's been in the, Japan, yeah. Oh, and Japan, then, then yes. here it became okay. Robotech, and then they re released it. They re released it as Super Dimensional Force. Okay, yeah, that's so, why I'm confused about the name because I'm reading this and I'm like, no, I've seen this and I love it, but yeah. I don't remember being called Super Dimension yeah, Fortress. That's, that's what's that's what's funny is you you it it, it can be interchanged. Yeah. Sadly, see, I would put this as my number one. Honestly, oh, yeah. that it, it it's definitely up there. Yeah, it's definitely up there. It's so good. And what's it is funny so good. is if you look up the rules of anime physics, I believe it is law number eight, if I remember correctly. <laughs> law number eight always will, always shall and will be, Minmei is a bimbo. <laughs> yeah. That's all it says. That is, that is, the, that is the entire law. Minmei is a bimbo. It's it. Because when you watch the series, you're like, oh, Minmei, like, she's so sweet. Like, she's, oh, she wants to be singing. That's so cool. And then later in the show, you're just like, no, you're a bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. 
Like, wow, like Rick loved you. Like you or Well, that was the awesome part about Macross back in the day was like it for me it transcended <clears throat> more than just a mecha anime show. Because you had like this really dr- uh drama filled narrative that was oh, going yeah, through no. the entire thing. <clears throat> You had the, you had the, you had the dangers of war. You had loneliness. You had romance. You had all of this. And a lot of my old school friends would call Robotech at that time. This is our like kids soap operas. This is our oh, yeah. soap opera because you get to that part where him, where Minmay and Rick are trapped in that hangar, and you're like, oh man, that this that they're gonna like um, this is their ship. Yeah, Minmay and Rick are shipping, and I remember in an anime expo. We were watching, they were screening episodes, like remastered episodes of Macross. And I remember sitting there and it's the scene where they're in the, the hang, trapped in the hangar, Rick and Minmay, and they're getting, they're like sitting there and a friend of mine, it's dead quiet. Nobody's talking. Yeah. Because you're so trying to get, no, no, no. And then, and it's perfectly silent in the film, in the, in the show, in the screening, there's no audio. They're not talking. They're just sitting there. My friend goes, Slipper the dick, Rick. <laughs> and the entire place fucking just loses it. <laughs> and, and, but that's funny. Cause it's, and everybody's like, yeah. And then everybody's seen the show. You're like, yeah, that doesn't. It doesn't fuck happen. It just, he, you know, it's. it's Rick, Rick, Rick ends up getting screwed over. <laughs> yeah. By that bitch, Minmay, who was a bimbo. But moving on, we've talked about this show before. We've done a review of it. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yes. <laughs> I feel that this, if you've watched Mech Anime, you're like, I want another one that has a really serious story. That is just a real, like, fucking just drag out mindfuck of a story. Here you go. I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to stick on this one because we've done a review we've done of a this. Review. We've talked about it. And everyone should know my feelings towards it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, David. Um, but you don't is, like it, Dave? Yeah. I'm I'm not a big fan of it. You're a penis. <laughs> I like how it's, I'm over here calling David all these names, and Mike goes, "You're a penis." As soon as I said, Evangelion is overrated. The, the uh, TV series. Okay, is it overrated? L- let's talk about that for a second. Hey, David, how many successful S- films have you made? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Something can still let me let me let me straighten this out. Something can still be good, and it can be overrated. Oh yeah, no, I believe that. I, and I, I that. would agree with you, David, that it possibly can be considered overrated, but it doesn't mean it's not good. Do you think it sucks? No, I don't think it sucks. Okay. You just think it's that, overrated. I just think it's overrated. Okay, well that's fair then. Yeah, that's and, fair. And, and that's the thing. I appreciate it for what it is, and I do understand that it is one of the most. It is a milestone anime that all us anime fans should watch. The story is fucking cutting edge. I mean, it's just like, David, you're my friend, you're my brother, and I love you, but I also think you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I take back that comment about what successful film if you made. That, kind of that, was, that was a low blow. That was a low blow. No, it wasn't. No, I know. I know. <laughs> that was kind of an uppercut right to your jaw, you piece of shit. Um, but so, yeah, this is definitely one that should be on this list. Yeah, it, it, for me, I, I view it as Evangelion as kind of like, Telling a person, "Hey, I want to, I want to get into filmmaking. What do I watch?" Well, you got to watch stuff like The Godfather, Ray, uh, Ray. Citizen Kane, stuff like that. That is what that anime represents. To I feel like if you're gonna if you're history. gonna do animation and you want to go, "Hey, I want to do my own anime or my own animation," what should I watch that has a good story that I can pull from? That's definitely one of them. Yeah. Right. yeah. The next one on the list. This is one of my personal favorites. 
I also I have a tattoo of this and the the nerve <laughs> uh, logo combined on my on me on my arm. So uh, is Tenga Tengen Tapa Grunlagen? Damn right. <laughs> and so is it right? I've not seen this. Is it really that good? I, I love it. I, I love it. It's so it's so it's it, it hits every single nerve. In like it, an anime, anime mecha show, mecha it hits show. everything. It hits everything. It, it involves basically humans are now living underground, and they're basically up top is ruled by these beast men. Yes, and one day, oh, I so, like beast men. Yeah. <laughs> we know you do, Mike. Um, I'm gonna give. Oh man, I'm gonna find a yaoi trap for you to watch. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck your shit up. Um. So Gurren followed Simone and Kamina as the brotherly duo saved the world together. Yeah. So basically Kamina, they weren't real brothers, but no. Kamina treated Simone like his own brother. Yeah. And he kept on, we're going to go to the surface and we're going to take over. We're going to save you. We're going to take it over. We're going to rule. We're going to. Yeah. Your dream. We're going to reach the skies yeah. of the heavens. And one of the, one of the phrases was don't believe in the you that believes in you believe in the me, me. that believes in you. And then it was always saying my drill will be the drill that pierces, pierces the, heavens. the heavens. And so. One day, Simone finds this little drill pendant, and then he finds like a little rope, like a little mecha head that yeah. has little hands and legs, and he can he can control it. And they meet up with the the sex appeal of the show, uh, Yoko Littner. Yep. And the mecha is first activated because Yoko is kind of leaning on Simone a little bit too much, and it's her boobs, of course. And he's like, ooh. <laughs> And then, yeah. of course, you get into the typical anime where they find a mecha for Kamina. They combine. They create Gurren And the show is just good. It has its highs, its lows. It, it has its highs, its lows. And, like, it's never... There have very, been very few anime that have... There's been an episode that has kicked me so hard in the fucking gut that I've considered stopped watching it because of a certain point in the show. You probably know which one I'm talking about. Yes. And I literally was like, I don't know if I want to finish this now. But I finished it, and it became one of my favorite series. Mm-hmm. So I would say this belongs on this list, absolutely. Because like, th- what you're without getting into spoilers, because I I don't want to spoil this series at all, which is shocking, and should tell people that have listened to our shows that should say a lot about this series. Is I don't want to spoil this. You need. It's to one watch of the few it. shows that David would say that he disagrees with me on. It's one of the few shows on the list of like stuff that we both watched. That we both that we both agree on. We so. both agree on because, like, what Greg is the way that they were able to tell a story and then do the perfect what I feel is like the perfect twist right in the middle, and you almost you you the writer takes a gamble and oh yeah no that was a huge absolutely risk losing his audience, but then. It's like, it's like in, yeah, it's like in the first, it's like, I believe it's like episode six yeah. is when it happens. And it's like, okay, that's something to be impressed right. by, not just by because it's an anime, but of how well written and how many risks he took as a writer and it worked. And it's one of the few animes that I still, that I still listen to the soundtrack for. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's it, got, it's. It's got some of the coolest openings and endings and, and in-betweens and everything. Well, at the um, beginning of this show, we had Was the opening theme for Gurren So definitely need to belong on the list. And we're going to hit our last one here, and then we're going to wrap up today's show. Uh, the last one is Code Geass, Lelouch of the Rebellion. I'm going to be 100% honest. I've watched two episodes of this. <laughs> um, and I just, 
I remember watching this. <clears throat> I, I couldn't get into it. And that's the thing. I, this is the one anime on this list that I'm like going, you can probably slip out Gunbuster. You could probably slip Gunbuster's definitely ahead of this. You can hit. I'm surprised they don't throw in Get a Robo. That, that was my thing because it doesn't it feel like though the writer of this blog just went with the go tos. I but see like, like Pope, I don't feel like this is really his opinion. It feels like these are the ones that trend. Blah. It 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 feels like it, I don't I say it didn't feel like they didn't put any work into this, but this one just I see for me like if I was gonna say hey you should like if you watch like a you know a show that has like uh, an anime that has like political intrigue or or anything or you know really a complex kind of story yeah I would say this because what I've heard about it. Um, as far as you know, what I say, it's a great mecha show. I want to call it, it has mecha, mecha in it. It has mecha in it, but the mechs are not front and center. The story is the characters themselves, and honestly, it's the political storytelling about th- this one leader that, at one with one look, he can control ev- the whole world. Right. The I would say so. In place of this, I would say either you could put in Gona guys get a robo. Yes. You could probably put in uh, the original Voltron. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then finally, you could put this, you know, you have those two. And then even you could put in even Mazinger. Or, Mazinger Z, yeah. You know, so there's other ones that I think are more mech-based. Magic Knight Ray Earth. What about Go Shogun? Yeah. Go Shogun would be, could, could be a good one. Um, But yeah, Magic Knight Ray Earth, I think, would... I would say it's probably more of a watch than this. Yeah. As far as if, if we're talking about mech shows. Mech shows. That's the thing. And Code Geass to me is not a mech show because the story isn't about the mechs. The story is about. It's about Lelouch, Lelouch and his, and his the power. The fact he's an, exiled, he's an exiled prince. He now, you know, is essentially taking his revenge. Yes. So would I say it's a good, would I say it's a definite watch if you want something that's very story driven? Yes. When I watched it, it was like, oh, it's a great mech show. You got to watch it. And the first episode, I'm like, well, there's like normally by now there's a giant, like, we're, okay, like there's more mecha in mech shows. And this is more about him. Well, the one, the one anime that I think for mechs that gets way overlooked all the time is one of my favorite uh, mech animes was Giant Robo. And not the old 19... Uh, Johnny Sacco and his giant Rebo? Yeah, not that one. There was, uh, I think, around the 90s, they released a they did, a did Yeah, they did another giant Robo. A giant Robo. It was amazing because... It, you, know, you, know what I, you know what I you know what I'd also put in, in place of this? Big O. Big O. That's another Big one. Big O's got a great story. It's got Mecha. Mecha's not the full focus of it, but Mecha's more prominent in that than this. Especially since when you take a look at Big O... And see that during that time, it was running alongside Big O and Cowboy Bebop. And they carried Adult Swim for, like, years. To the point that, basically, when it when you finish the first season, it forced them to make a second season oh, yeah. because of the fanfare. Yeah. So, some of the, on this list were good. Other ones can be swapped out. With that, Michael, I want to thank you for being on the show today. Yeah. David, as always, thank you again. You're welcome. And to our listeners, thank you guys so much. Uh, please hit us up on all social media on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, RainmanDigitalMedia.com. Let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, what you want to see on the show. 
leave us messages. You know, tell us we're wrong. Tell us there's better shows. Let us know what you're watching and reading. We want to know what you guys are into. And stay tuned uh, for our other episodes. We're doing some more reviews. And also coming up, we're going to be doing some pretty cool stuff to involve you, the fans, as well. So, again, guys, thank you for listening. And everybody out there in Rain Man Digital Media Land, have a great night. No!